0: Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing fantastic. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, welcome to a Feminine Impression Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Duff. And for those of you who are returning, thank you for being here and listening to another episode. Today, we're going to discuss how to look and feel elegant. This is going to be a three-part series because there are so many ways that you can look and feel elegant, And elegance is so different than femininity, although being a feminine woman does usually incorporate a air of elegance. And elegance on its own is a beautiful art that should be incorporated into your life to have a more slow, and more meaningful life. So we'll talk a lot about this because again, there's going to be three parts, a lot to say, and I'm excited about it. So I want you to go ahead and sit back and relax, and let's talk about this. When we think of elegance, we're not going to specifically focus fully on physical beauty or on clothing. When we talk about elegance, it's a demeanor. It's how you carry yourself. And if you are on social media, especially like on YouTube and TikTok and that, you'll see femininity and elegance being intertwined in terms of the way that the words are used. People will say, in order to be feminine, you need to do A, B, and C. And that's really more elegance. (laughs) Being feminine is womanhood and it incorporates more qualities that are geared towards being ladylike. Although again, there is some elegance incorporated in that elegance on its own has nothing to do with being feminine. It's a way of living. It's a way of thinking. It's a mental demeanor. When it comes to elegance, think about flow, okay? Elegance is not rigid. It's not harsh. It's silk. It's waves. It's light rain. It's a candle with a wick burning slowly. That's elegance, okay? So it's a lot of flow. It's not harsh and it's not rigid, When we think about elegance, we think about beauty in simplicity. So again, although there is flow and there's movement and there's grace, there's also simplicity and less is more. So I want you to think about that as we go through the series and we talk about elegance. Less is more in all categories and simplicity Is key. Simplicity is what makes elegance interesting and what makes it stand out. When we think about elegance, it is a mental demeanor, it's a way of thinking and a way of being. So you can be a young lady living in a very rough neighborhood, you can be a young lady living in a desert with barely anything in it or a place in Africa where maybe it's not as developed or some rainforest somewhere where you don't have a whole lot of structure. It doesn't matter where you live or what your environment looks like. As a person who has elegance as their demeanor, it's how you interact with your environment. And that's why you can go to a neighborhood that's run down and meet a young lady. She can be nine years old, but she can have an air to her, a flair to her that just rises above her situation, rises above her environment, rises above her circumstance. And it's thrilling. It's Beautiful. It's enchanting when you meet people who are just elegant, no matter how old they are. It's interesting because you realize that it's not necessarily about the way that they were raised or about the environment that they're in. A lot of times it's, it's, it's inherent. It's something that they feel that they should be or it's something that they are being in opposition to to what they see around them. Maybe what they see around them bores them or disturbs them or disgusts them and they want to be nothing like it. So they take it upon themselves to be more removed and more thoughtful and just a little bit more intentional. And elegance does require a level of intention. So when we think about an elegant woman, there's no cookie cutter, stereotypical way that this woman is going to look. She can be a African-American woman with long red braids. She can be a plus size woman. She can be a woman who doesn't have the typical stereotypical features of beauty those things aren't what make you elegant. It's the way that you look with it. It's the way that you carry yourself. It's the way that you interact. It's the way that you style your hair. All of it is in the way that you artistically incorporate the things that make you genuinely you. One of the biggest parts of being an elegant woman is your confidence, the way that you step into this world and the way that you experience it. When you decide to live a life of elegance, you walk around knowing that you are living in a way that's authentic to you. You're not trying to blend in. You're not trying to be like everyone else. If you decide that you are going to speak in a way where you use proper grammar, where you're not using slang or cursing or acting ghetto and everyone around you is doing that, you are standing firm and saying, this is who I am. Yeah, you may tell me I sound like a white girl, even though I'm not white, but I don't care. This is how I choose to speak because this denotes that I am someone who is well-learned, well-read, and I'm someone who values speaking in a way that makes sense to me. And you don't have to like it, but I'm not going to change. And I'm not going to feel any less than because I choose to use proper grammar. I choose to enunciate my words. I choose to speak slowly whatever it is that you choose to do. This is just one example, but you're confident in who you are and the choices that you've made for your life. Elegant women are also well-read and cultured. That's important to you. So you are someone who values learning about Yourself about where you live, about other people, other cultures. Maybe you've learned other languages. You learn about art and history and just a multitude of things where you can have conversations with anyone because you know a little bit about everything. And even if you don't know a little bit about everything, you're curious. So you're willing to listen and maybe research it and get a little bit more information or really listen and store that information for a future conversation. Now, if you're in a place where you don't have access to these things, or maybe you want to be more cultured and you want to learn about the dance moves from your particular country. Maybe you want to learn about the tango or the salsa, or you want to learn how to do ballet or different things that are culturally rooted, but you don't have access to those things. If you have access to a phone, you can. You can learn by watching videos. You can learn by listening to people talk about these things. You don't necessarily have to go to plays and go to Broadway shows to know about art and to know about playwrights and to know about these things. You don't have to. You can learn through other people. And when you're elegant, it's important for you to be able to blend into any environment you choose to be in. If you're someone who maybe is middle-class and has access to different things and you want to experience things and you have the means to, then as an elegant woman, then you definitely should try doing that. Every now and then, figure out what playhouses are in your city and go visit them. Go see a play. Now, this is something you don't have to be interested in one specific play, but if you are, you can travel to different cities and watch the play multiple times with different friends or different family members just to travel and just to go to different playhouses. Or like me, just every season, look at whatever plays are showing and go see a play. Go see something that you've never heard of and enjoy it and it's fun. These things are different than just going to see a movie or watching Netflix. You're doing something that is going to introduce you to a completely different lifestyle, a completely different sect of people. You'll see the people who attend plays. They are usually of a certain class. They're elegant, typically. They're very um, interesting conversationalist, you'll gain a new perspective on the different facets of life. And it's a wonderful experience to be able to do things outside of the typical, the norm. Okay, that can be a new norm for you. You can do things like go to art shows and fashion shows. All these things are very interesting, especially when you're experiencing different cultures. If you have friends or from different cultures and you're willing to go to their restaurants and their shows and, you know, their events and learn a little bit about different people. Open your mind a little bit to embrace people who are not like you and learn about yourself. Don't always be so intrigued by everything that's not you, okay? Learn to also love who you are, where you're from, your history, whatever that is, wherever you're from, and embrace that as well because that's just as beautiful and it's just as powerful and it's part of you. So this is really important. It helps you to feel more confident in yourself and where you're from. It helps you to also be able to deflect negative stereotypes or ignorant comments that people may make about yourself and about your history or your culture. You'll be able to stand firm in certain things because you know, and that's something that elegant ladies are able to do with ease. Another way that you can be more elegant is by choosing who you associate with carefully. As an elegant woman, you don't want to be around people who are going to bring dirt into your life. And what I mean is that if you're around people who are always cursing and who are doing things that are just unsavory, you know, who are smoking and blowing smoke all over your face in your car and who are just loud and obnoxious and are just not fitting the woman that you are and the woman that you want to be. Staying away from them. You don't need to have those people in your life. And if you do, you can have them in your life in moderation and just trying your best to be around people who embody your same values and beliefs. And this will help you not only to feel better because it's really difficult to maintain your composure when you're constantly around people who are triggering you or who are just going completely against who you are in every single way. It's very difficult and it's not good for you to constantly be in that state. So it is refreshing and recharging to be around people who are also elegant, who want to show up in that kind of way in life. And, and if you're in a situation where you can't because of where you live, maybe you're a teenager and you don't have any elegant people around you, but you want to, you can do things like watch movies. A lot of the older films, a lot of films that are maybe even in black and white do portray women in a more elegant way because women used to value elegance more than they do now. And so you're able to feel like you're interacting with them because you're watching them on screen. So that can be another really nice way to be um, connected to other people who are elegant. Now we can talk a little bit about clothing and about dressing. I know there's a lot of content on this, so this is something that you can find all over YouTube. <laughs> there's a lot of videos on looking like an elegant woman. but I will say that one way to be elegant is to focus on simplicity with clothing. Now this varies from culture to culture. You know, if your culture has clothing that's a little bit more, ornate, or just a little bit more bold or more complex. And I mean, it doesn't make you any less elegant, but if you are someone who doesn't have the means to buy all these fancy things, or doesn't have a lot of clothes, just know that that's actually one of the cornerstones of being an elegant woman is simplicity. You don't have to have a lot of clothes. Matter of fact, less is more. You can have a few pieces and style them in different ways. And you don't have to have a shirt and jeans and a belt and socks and shoes and a bag and a jacket. (laughs) You don't have to. You can just have a simple dress and sandals and no jewelry and your hair in a bun. And that is very elegant as long as other things are also kept together. So simple clothing, simple clothing is very elegant and romantic clothing is also very elegant. I don't know how much you may know about romantic clothing or romantic essence, but elegance in romantic clothing looks like lace and silk and satin and maybe even some chiffon and just things that are very flowy. So you're staying away from clothing that's just really big or boxy or harsh. Not to say that those things cannot be elegant because they can, but focusing on the material and the look of the item will make it look more or less elegant. So if your clothing is super spandexy and tight and you have bulges coming out of all different places and doesn't fit well, it's not going to look elegant. Okay. So typically when you see women who are dressed very elegantly, their clothes aren't sticking to their entire body. It's not super tight. It's actually a little bit on the looser side. Okay, you, you buy clothes that's just a little bit on the loser side, a little bit snug in a way where you feel comfortable, not baggy, but also not form-fitting per se. And you can, of course, dress however you want to dress. <laughs> dress however makes you comfortable, truly. But when you are trying to... Intentionally look a certain way. Maybe you have a dinner that you want to go to and you just don't want to stand out. You just don't want to be that one person who just doesn't fit in, right? For those of you ladies, then yes, I would recommend trying to wear something that's a little bit looser on your body, but not too baggy and just a high quality material that flows, just material that moves and flows with your body and that will help you to look elegant. A lot of the romantic body type clothing looks really nice and elegant, but as long as it's clean, honestly, that's really what matters. Clothing that's clean and crisp, if it's not flowy, it at least it's crisp and ironed, Okay, trying to wear clothes that are ironed, that requires planning. Oftentimes, you may have to iron it at the beginning of the week or something. And then also just focusing on clothes that are quality, Okay, quality appearing. Not everything has to be expensive to look like quality either. And I'll tell you because I was one of those people for years that shops at Forever 21 for years and let me tell you some of those jackets and some of those pieces that I purchased at forever 21 lasted me so much longer than some of the more expensive pieces because the the material the material was just really good quality and the pieces and the colors that I picked them in they stood the test of time and you wouldn't not have ever known that I got it from forever 21. Now, I'm not advocating that you shop fast fashion or you shop at places like that. But if you are at a place in your life where shopping for clothes is not a priority or you don't have the money at this time to purchase very expensive clothing, then just try to look for clothing that's a little bit more minimal in colors that sort of hide the fact that something may be more inexpensive. So going for colors like black, Black is very difficult to tell if something is really high quality or not because it's black. So going for colors like black and navy, just staying away from like very bright, bright colors. They tend to show themselves a little bit more if it's of low quality. But if you can and you're able to, then shopping in places that have more quality clothing, they're going to last longer on you. They're going to look better. They're just going to speak for you in a sense and help you to feel a little bit more refined and put together because of the way the clothes are made. And maybe I'll do a segment on places that you can shop because I was thinking the other day, imagine if you got an amazing job tomorrow and I paid you like $500,000 a year, or imagine if you got some sort of inheritance or won the lottery or something, right? And you get all this money and you're like, wow, yes, now I can change my life. Now I can be better and more beautiful and everything that I wanted to be. Would you even know where to go? Like, would you even know where to shop or where to get your hair done? If you were trying to take things up a notch, like you kind of need to know these things beforehand. And I want to make some segments talking specifically about how important it is for you to expose yourself to certain things, especially things that you may feel like you cannot afford right now, because that's what shows you what's out there. It gives you something to aspire to. It also gives you the option when you do have the money or you do have the opportunity, you can go to those places and experience that. So it's also really good to know like where quality clothing is, going and trying it on, seeing what the difference looks like on you, how it feels different. All these things are really important. Okay. This is your world. This is your life and you deserve to know. You deserve to know what is in this world and experience it if you choose to. All right. Let me not get on a rant. (laughs) And another way you can look very elegant, feel elegant, is by your grooming, just your daily grooming. I'm talking about making sure your hair is washed, making sure your hair looks clean, making sure your nails are clean, your nails are manicured. If you want polish, that's fine. If you don't want polish, that's also fine. That really doesn't matter when it comes to elegance. It just matters... All that matters is that they are manicured, that they're not looking like claws. You don't have four nails on, one nail broken or one nail off. Now there are, of course, certain nail colors and nail styles that are more elegant. Nails that are shorter are always going to look more elegant. Okay. The shorter, the better. Nails that are in more neutral tone colors or even red are very elegant. However, you can get designs, but you just have to always be careful about that. If elegance is a priority to you, designs can look elegant depending on what designs you get, but if they get too out of control, it can quickly destroy the look that you're going for. Or it could add personality to you. It all depends. It all depends on you and how you carry yourself. But just staying away from things that are just too, too much. Again, less is more. Simplicity is key when it comes to elegance. When you're overdoing it with your nails and you have rhinestones falling all over the place and crazy colors and it just looks like madness, then it's probably not going to look very elegant. It might look fun, but it won't look elegant. Grooming also has to do with your Oral hygiene, in terms of brushing your teeth, flossing, your bodily hygiene, taking showers, making sure that you are taking care of your feminine parts, especially during your menstrual cycle. Um, all these things are necessary in, in terms of looking and feeling elegant. When you don't take care of these things, you do not feel elegant. Even if you have on nice clothes, if you know you're dirty. You don't even take a shower. If you know that you still have your makeup on from last night, you're not going to feel elegant. So you know, even if the world doesn't know. So trying your best to keep yourself well groomed: your eyebrows, your hair, your nails, your bodily hair—all of it. It's a lot. <laughs> As a woman, it's a lot to keep track of, a lot of things going on, but it's all you. It's all your body. Your body is a temple. It's literally the house where God lives if you're someone who has God inside of them. And it's something, and your body definitely is a place that needs to be kept up, not just for people to tell you how good you look, but to house God. It's important. Another way to look and feel elegant is softness. Elegant women are soft. Again, it's a flow. And when we talk about softness and we talk about just that rigidity, when you're soft, you are able to bend and to be maneuvered and to flow. And that's what's captivating about women who are elegant. They're not stiff. They're not just sort of like stuck up. They are warm. And that makes it very easy to approach them or to talk with them. Even if they don't talk a lot, maybe they don't have a lot to say or they're choosing not to say a lot. They're not cold. There's a certain softness and I do have a podcast about how to become a soft feminine woman. I think that would be very helpful to listen to. And if you're on YouTube, I have a video on it. You can watch it. I have a lot of tips in that segment about how to be more soft because there are a lot of ways to be more soft as a person. And when you are an elegant woman, being soft is a priority. It's very difficult to be elegant when you're yelling all day at your house, you're yelling at your kids, you're rolling your eyes at your husband, you are just irritated and annoyed all the time, you are not going to come off elegant, it doesn't matter what you're wearing or how well-groomed you look. It's not elegant to be rough in any way you can also look and feel elegant by just taking it slow, taking life a little bit slower, being a little bit more intentional with the things that you do every day. So not always waking up in a in a rush, you know, you're setting 30 alarms and you're not waking up. And so by the final one, you're late and you're running around. That's going to take away from your elegance because you're going to be stressed Taking it slow is really important when you want to be elegant, the way you walk, walking slower, taking things in. All of it requires you to be present and you to take your time. Things that are rushed are never as good, and this could be a rushed conversation, a rushed cup of tea, a rushed shower. It's never going to be as good, so just taking it a little bit slower. And I know that sometimes it may feel like you're taking things too slow and maybe it's getting into laziness. And and those are two different things. Okay, slow doesn't mean stop. (laughs) Slow just means thinking and being present and taking things in. Another important element of being and feeling elegant are your manners. So, We talk a lot about manners and femininity, but manners absolutely matter when it comes to elegance. That's one of the first ways you can distinguish someone who is elegant from someone who is not is the way they speak. If they have manners, if they look at you, acknowledge you. They smile. They say, thank you. They say, please. They say, excuse me. They say, pardon, whatever, whatever words you like to hear. (laughs) We all know what manners sound like. We all value people who are respectful and are polite and have good manners. It takes you instantly from being just someone to being someone of value in another person's eyes, because you realize that people are meant to be respected. And regardless of who you're speaking to, if you're asking someone a question so that you can get somewhere, or if you are talking to a cashier at the store, you're doing it in a way that shows care. You're not speaking in a way that depraise people or hurts their feelings or makes them feel less than, regardless of whether or not this person is serving you, working for you, doesn't matter. You always show manners. And when you see young, young people, young girls' manners, it is the cutest thing. And it's so lovely to see because it makes them elegant. It makes them elegant at a very young age and shows You that, wow, this person's probably going to go somewhere because they know how to carry themselves, not just with how they look, but with the way that they interact because they have good manners. And the last thing we'll talk about today with regard to looking and feeling elegant is the way that you eat. When you're an elegant woman, you care about the way that you eat. If you're at home, that's fine. You can eat however you want to eat in your room by yourself. (laughs) But when you're with others, when you have company, even when you're eating around your family, okay? Some people have this idea that if they're at home with their husband or their children, they can quote unquote, be themselves and eat sloppily. But if you practice doing that at home, it will be very difficult for you to not do that when you go out, if that's your default. So you do want to be mindful and they also deserve the respect of you eating properly. If you're an elegant woman, you're not smacking your food. You're not doing things like smacking and popping your gum. You're not eating and spitting things out, like eating sunflower seeds and spitting them onto a napkin or eating a fruit and spitting the seeds out all over the place while your family is around you. They don't want to see that. They want to feel comfortable at home too. And that makes them uncomfortable. And it's also bad modeling because you as a woman, the more you do things like that, the more it influences them to also do things like that. Even if they didn't used to do it, they'll probably start doing it because you are. So I know that you want to feel comfortable and you want to feel at ease and you want to be able to do whatever you want to do. But if you're trying to be a certain way, it's a commitment in all areas and eating is one of those areas. So as an elegant woman, when you do eat, you take your time. You take it slow. You don't scarf your food down. <laughs> Even if you're hungry, you just don't do that. You slowly eat it and you think about what you're eating you taste the flavors and if you're out and about and let's say you're ordering food you're not ordering a ton of food and eating all of it you might order it and take it home sure but you're not overdoing it again elegance is all about simplicity And that's why when you go to a five-star restaurant and you order something, it's typically very small because they want you to taste all the flavors. They want you to be there and experience the food and not just inhale it. And it's important for them to display it in a beautiful way and Have the flavors be so rich and so filling that you don't need a whole lot of food. And that's what elegance is. It's like you don't need a whole lot of it, you just need enough to experience it and appreciate it. So, my dear, I hope that these things helped you to sort of open your mind to what it means to be an elegant woman. We will come back and talk more about this soon. If you're a woman who enjoys luxury and enjoys smelling good, I invite you to visit my website www.fineforever.com and you can maybe pick up a signature fragrance for yourself or for someone that you care about. We just launched two brand new fragrances that are so unique and beautiful feminine scents one is a daytime fragrance it's very bright it's very fresh and rich and it's called mustard seed and the second fragrance is gourmand it's sweet but it's an elegant sweet it's a nighttime city lights paradise fragrance and it's called Silent Storm. So you can head over to findforever.com and you can use the code feminine to get a percentage off of your fragrance. We also have the debut fragrance 2911. We still have a few in stock. If you haven't purchased that fragrance, that fragrance is absolutely mind blowingly beautiful and sexy and feminine. So if you are an elegant woman who loves to smell good, then I invite you to visit Fine Forever and experience a luxury fragrance. I hope that you're all doing wonderful. I hope that you have a beautiful week. Make sure to follow me on my social media platforms at Dr. Michelle Da and at A Feminine Impression on Instagram. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me. And remember that in all things you do, Make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.